Johnny Cage, Kenobu, Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya Blade, Sub-Zero, Goro, Shang, Zora, Tabaraka, J-Jack, Kintaro, Kitana, Kung Lao, Merlini, Nanook, Sebat, Stout, Shao Kahn, Fung, Chameleon, Cyrax, Earth, Makabo, Motaro, Nightwolf, Insector, Sheep, The Sindel, Striker, Fu, Jin, Quan, Shi, Shin, Oxo, Rina, Jerick, Kaimi, Reiko, Tanya, Tremor, Blitko, Raicho, Dramin, Foster's now. Tenkenshi, Leap, Mave, Mavado, Mocap, Moloch, Katara, Ashra, Dairo, Darius, Havoc, Hotaru, Kira, Cobra, Onaga, Shijinko, Gigante, Vondavora, Cassie, Cage, Eren, Black, Ferrator, Jackie, Briggs, Kotokan, Kongjin, Takeda, Tri, Dwarf, Cetrion, Scarlet, Gareth, Collector, Chronica, Welcome to Mortal Podcast, the podcast where I, Ben Meckler, interview my friends and today, family, <laughs> uh, and talk to them about the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single Mortal Kombat character. Today, from the Leisure Fan Club blog, uh, my wife. <laughs> Hi. God, I really, I re- immediately regretted doing the Borat impression. <laughs> You but I gonna, did it. You were always going to do it, though. I so. was. Uh, Kirby Meckler. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Kirby. Thanks. Uh, a second ago, we were in your car. Before that, in our house. It's just great to, to have uh, you on the show today. Um, I figure we share everything else. Why not also? Mortal Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, today, we're talking about a character that you personally requested. I said, uh, you can have any character you want pick the Mortal Kombat character uh, you would like to talk about on the show, and I showed you pictures. Why did you choose Reptile? Who is not going to choose the Lizard Man? So far, Who? everyone else. Okay, but also he can spit acid in people's faces. That's true. Like, it's a no-brainer. Right. Well, uh, I, I hope that you find the story of Reptile as interesting as his look. Will um, I? <laughs> probably not. He... <laughs> uh, I've always been a big fan of reptile as you can guess uh as someone who appreciates both monsters and dinosaurs he is more or less both of those things sure um but i think reptile has been an important character in mortal Kombat for a lot of people not just because he's had such a central role in the story from early on but because he's actually like one of the first ever hidden characters in any video game in the original mortal Kombat arcade game uh there were like vague hints that he existed. You'd like see him pop up in the background. You'd see like little pieces of messages about how you might be able to fight him. And people had to like talk to each other in the arcade and like share information and figure out the specific sequence of events you would do in the game to fight Reptile. So is this like a Bigfoot situation where like nobody's sure if he's real or not yeah. and they have to like hunt him down? Honestly, okay. that's exactly what it was like, <laughs> I think. I mean, we were three when the first Mortal Kombat arcade game came out, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what the atmosphere was like. Because even into like two and three when we were actually like playing games at the arcade, uh... There were still hidden secrets that people definitely spoke about in that same way. But I do think, yeah, Reptile definitely had a, a Bigfoot uh, vibe going. Excellent. I picked a winner then. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, uh, just basic facts about Reptile. Something I found out only today, uh, his real name is Sizoth. Mm-hmm. Um, that is his real name. People just call him Reptile as a nickname. Probably because it's the best description they, they really have for him. See, that's not as fun, though. Sizoth? Yeah. You're not a fan of the Does name not Sizoth? like only reptile. I was going to pitch it to you as a baby name, like for our future <laughs> child, but... Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, cool. So that's a pass on I mean, on if Sizoth we're talking Meckler. like reptile Meckler, maybe. Okay. But. Guys, you heard it here first. Uh, reptile Meckler potential spawn of uh, myself and Kirby. Um, <laughs> so reptile, uh, he's from a race called the Saurians, um, who occasionally are called the raptors i don't know what is i don't know what the official name is my guess is so the saurians are actually originally from earth realm as you may guess they're the actual descendants of dinosaurs in mortal Kombat lore i mean i know you've been listening to the show so you know that there are multiple dimensions called yeah. realms so in mortal Kombat lore uh on earth realm just like in real life there were dinosaurs okay those dinosaurs evolved into dinosaur people called saurians maybe they were specifically descended from raptors which is why they call themselves raptors sometimes but either way dinosaur people existed on the planet earth 
then the elder gods, you know, or the gods that created the various realms, they got into some kind of a war. It's not ever really been specified. My best guess is that it was when the elder god Shinnok uh, tried to take over the realms himself and became a fallen elder god and got cast down in the nether realm. That was probably the war. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember Shinnok? Uh... I remember the name. <laughs> Great. That's all I, I don't know what yep. it looks yeah, 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 yeah. like. But, you know, basically the Lucifer of, of the Mortal oh, cool. Kombat world. Excellent. So so I think that's the war uh, that was creating enough chaos on Earth when the Saurians were the race that ran the planet that they all had to leave Earth realm. It mm-hmm. wasn't safe for them here anymore. So they ran away to another realm. I'm not sure how they got there or how they did it, but they ran off to a jungly kind of realm called Zaterra. And they were safe in Zaterra for a while. There was, like, this nice civilization of Saurians that lived there, and they were happy. And then at some point in the timeline, this guy Shao Kahn uh, took over Outworld, um, as, you know, my favorite realm. Yes. (laughs) And uh, he started conquering all the other realms, and one of the first ones he conquered was Zaterra. And in the process of conquering Zaterra, he basically slaughtered everyone except for reptile reptile that was my next question mm -hmm. his people got genocided and he was the last remaining survivor bummer yeah and so he wound up coming over to outworld and deciding to commit to living uh, as a servant of shao khan in order to not die um i've heard different versions of what his intentions were i've heard that he was so desperate and as intelligent as these lizard people were, uh, they still have like animal instincts. So maybe it might've just been a survival instinct thing. He was like, I pledge my life to you. (laughs) Um, Regardless, he committed his life to Shao Kahn. I've heard some takes where it's like he was plotting his, his assassination of Shao Kahn the whole time. Like it was a trick. Either way, it sounds like a desperation situation. Like, yeah, he had no other friends, no allies. Yeah. And even if he's planning to kill, Shao Kahn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if he's planning to kill him, uh, like, that was probably the only way to get close enough, so. Yeah, yeah. He did, this, he did the smart thing in that he really had no other choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one way or another. And he started to serve Shao Kahn. So Reptile is serving as one of Shao Kahn's, you know, defenders, warriors, whatever, enforcers. Um, as Shao Kahn is conquering various realms... He conquers this realm called Edenia, where it's, you know, sort of like Greek god-esque vibe in this uh-huh. realm. He kills the king. He tries to marry the queen, Sindel. She kills herself. Reptile's, like, helping him with all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got blood on his hands, like, right away. Okay. Uh, he winds up kidnapping and raising the daughter of the king and queen in Edenia, uh, Princess Kitana. Shao Kahn does, not Reptile. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Reptile's just kind of helping Shao Kahn do his... his uh, reign of he's a henchman. of conquer. He's a henchman. He's um. He's number two. Like one of your all-time favorite characters, he's a Renfield type. Oh, I love a Renfield. You love a Renfield. <laughs> you love a Gollum, and I would really say. Oh, and I love a little hand too. You love a little hand. Little hand. <laughs> like from one of the scary movies. <laughs> from Scary Movie Two. Yes. Oh Lord. Okay. Uh, I don't know how much like little hand he is because they don't remember little hand. <laughs> I just remember what he looks like. I feel like he was like the servant of the house. Okay. Or like the evil spirits. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember that's, these movies. Yeah, that's the gist. That's the gist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rept- reptile is the, the Renfield uh, little hand golemy kind yeah, of that guy. character. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So Chris Elliott. Yeah. Um, in Scary Movie 2. Yeah. That's basically what Reptile is. So he's like doing Shao Kahn's bidding, helping Shao Kahn as he conquers the realms. And Shao Kahn is in the process of conquering uh, Earthrealm mm-hmm. when the first Mortal Kombat game story begins. Um, the premise of being able to conquer any realm is that you have to beat them in 10 Mortal Kombat tournaments in a row, and then you can merge their realm into your own. So Shao Kahn's done this with many, many realms, including reptiles at this point. Now he's got his sights set on Earth, and it's the 10th tournament. It's it's the do-or-die tournament for whether or not Shao Kahn's now going to get to conquer Earth. Okay, I have a question about the Mortal Kombat tournaments. Yes. How is everybody not just dead? Like? Like, 10 tournaments. Like, how many? Is this, like, one-on-one oh. each tournament? Like it's, it's like, um, there's basically one survivor most of the time. Yeah, so how is everybody not just dead if there were 10... 
They are. Tournament. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like this throughout no throughout like the ten tournaments that Shao Kahn was fighting against Earthrealm, his champion Goro mm-hmm. must have killed hundreds of warriors from Earthrealm. It's like if the first matchup in the tournament is like Goro versus one Earthrealm person, and then another Earthrealm person versus another Outworld person, like they all just keep killing each other until there's one survivor, and that person is the champion. So Goro was the only survivor of like nine tournaments in a row at this point. So a lot of people died. All right. Yes, but as you'll see, once the first Mortal Kombat game starts, that whole concept of Mortal Kombat tournament starts getting really screwy, and definitely there are less fatalities and more survivors. Okay. So I understand why you're asking that question. (laughs) It's a reasonable question. (laughs) So the first Mortal Kombat tournament is on Shang Tsung's island, and Shang Tsung is like Shao Kahn's Rasputin. He's like his Mm. sorcerer-in-chief. He's a former champion himself of the Mortal Kombat tournament. Uh, he's a real skeevy dude. And his island is going to be hosting the 10th Mortal Kombat tournament that will decide whether or not Outworld gets to conquer Earthrealm. And he says to Reptile, hey dude, I just need you to go to Shang Tsung's island, uh, watch Shang Tsung's back, make sure the tournament goes well, don't let yourself be seen, kind of hide out in the shadows. You're basically there to make sure nothing goes wrong and that if anyone tries to interfere, they croak. So that was like the narrative reason that you don't actually see reptile in the first game and he's like a secret fighter is that he's literally hiding in the shadows because in addition to being able to spit acid one of the other abilities that reptile has is camouflage he can become invisible mm. pretty so much. he's like a chameleon yes excellent and interesting that you say chameleon oh no um we'll come back around to why <laughs> later oh. on let's just say that chameleon is an interesting word to use to describe reptile but he's a reptile he is uh, there's a okay. secret reason. There's a secret reason it's an interesting uh, word, and we'll get into it. Fine. Um, but Reptile goes to Shang Tsung's island, uh, watches his back throughout the first Mortal Kombat tournament, but as you may have guessed, Earth uh, does not get conquered in the first Mortal Kombat game. Earth wins. Uh, Shao Kahn loses. The entire island collapses, and Reptile has to go back to Outworld with his tail between his legs. And uh, he doesn't have a tail at this point, but metaphorically speaking. Wait, when does he get a tail? Oh, there's a very specific point in time that he gets the tail. Wow. Uh, Not too far in the future. We'll get there. But at at this point in time, Reptile was mostly disguising himself as a human ninja. He was wearing a mask over his face. He didn't have, like, a protruded jaw. He didn't have a tail. Um, He was mostly able to keep up appearances that he was not uh, a dinosaur man by just being very covered up, being very stealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have seen the pictures of like the boring looking reptile, so. Actually, he's kind of my favorite. I like the reptile what? that looks like he's a regular dude. The one who dude. doesn't have any scales well, at all? Well, it's like, I like the idea of the hidden scales that he like pulls off his mask and reveals that he has a dinosaur head. Like that's, All right, like a Scooby-Doo yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. I, love a, I love a Scooby-Doo dinosaur ninja. <laughs> This is literally three of my favorite things. <laughs> uh, so Reptile returns to Outworld and he's like, Master, I'm sorry. That's how he talks, by the way. He has oh, like a weird God. hissy voice. Yeah. Uh, and Shao Kahn's like, Reptile, you idiot. He probably backhands him across the room. <laughs> um, you, you, were, you had a job to do. You were supposed to make sure nothing went wrong. Whatever. And Shang Tsung comes up to Shao Kahn and is like, Sir, I have a plan. It's fine. We're going to do another fighting tournament in that world. And Reptile's like, Great. I won't fuck up this time. <laughs> and so they have another fighting tournament. Somehow they bully Earth into doing a do over tournament, coming to Outworld. And uh, in this tournament, Reptile is specifically just in charge of protecting Shao Kahn. He's fighting in the tournament to increase Shao Kahn's chances of winning and defeating Earth's champion at this point, this guy Liu Kang. But really, his job is just to make sure that, like, no one uh, embarrasses or harms Shao Kahn. Okay. Uh, And Shao Kahn says, basically, to really encourage Reptile not to screw up, he goes, listen, you know that I'm a sorcerer, you know that I employ sorcerers, I'm going to make you a deal. If you are able to win this tournament, if you are able to help me stop Earth uh, from winning and help me take over Earth, when I take over Earth... I will restore the Saurian race. And this is a promise that's going to keep Reptile going for a long time. He doesn't get specific. Is it a Jurassic Park? Well, maybe, because there were a lot of genetic experiments that they were doing uh, at that point, Shao Kahn and his little sorcerer buddy Shang Tsung. (laughs) So it's totally possible that if they actually did it, uh, it would have been a Jurassic Park situation. Um, At this point, actually, something Shang Tsung was doing during the second tournament 
Uh, he was doing genetics experiments with Princess Kitana, um, the the princess from Adenia that Shao Kahn stole away as a baby and raised himself. Right, right. Yeah, Shang Tsung was like, yo, you know she's going to find out that she's not from Outworld one day, right? And that you're not her real dad. And Shao Kahn's like, yeah, so... Shang Tsung's like, I'll make you a perfect copy of her so nobody knows that we killed the princess and she'll be loyal to you. I'll do some weird genetics experiments and make her like a cool uh, evil clone of Katana. Oh, but and, do they kill her? The real one? Well, so this is what winds up happening with that. Shang Tsung makes a clone named Melina and he mm. gives her like crossbred DNA um, with this mutant race from Outworld called the... Tarkatans. They have like sharp fangs and swords that come out of their arms. Baraka, who I know oh, you, yeah, you like, I like to play him. as in Mortal He's Kombat. He's my second favorite. Yeah. Uh, so he basically splices he basically splices Katana's DNA with like a Baraka, someone from Baraka's tribe's okay. DNA, and he makes a Katana where she can take off a mask and reveal that she has giant sharp fangs, basically. So he makes like a monster Katana. Okay. Named Melina. That'll come up again later as well. Sure, sure. Um, so while Shang Tsung's doing that, they're having the second tournament in Outworld and Reptiles, uh, helping his boss, Shao Kahn, uh, things go horribly awry yet again. Uh, Liu Kang not only beats all of the Outworld champions, he beats up Shao Kahn himself in his own <laughs> realm, uh, and Shao Kahn is humiliated and pissed. Again. Why didn't he just kill him? Why didn't Shao Kahn just kill... No, why didn't Liu Kang just kill Shao Kahn? I think Liu Kang believes he killed Shao Kahn at this point. Shao Kahn is so powerful that uh, killing him is more complicated, I think, than beating him to death. It's like he can can come back to life from a lot. Yeah, he's... I don't know that they're specifically Horcruxes, but it's definitely uh, Horcrux-esque. Okay. Yeah. Shao Kahn's just real hard to kill. Like Voldemort level difficult, for sure. So Liu Kang thinks he killed Shao Kahn. Shao mm-hmm. Kahn's humiliated in front of everyone in Outworld. He's pissed. He's, you know, this big brutish barbarian warrior king. Uh, so he doesn't like being humiliated. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, probably smacks Reptile around, is like, this is on you. He's that kind of a boss. He's not a great boss. Right. Uh, again, I, you know, having Reptile as an employee started with genociding uh, everyone yeah. Reptile was related to. So. Yeah, and I'm sure Reptile doesn't have a lot of work-life balance, so... No, I don't think he gets PTO at all. Damn. Yeah, I don't think he has healthcare benefits. Poor Reptile. I've also never heard of there being a doctor in Outworld in general. Well, why do you need doctors when you have sorcerers? That's an extremely good question. Yeah, I guess you don't. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess sorcerers (laughs) probably fill the role of doctors. So, uh, Shao Kahn has now failed to conquer Earthrealm with Mortal Kombat tournaments twice, and Reptile uh, has to go and give Shao Kahn even more bad news, which is not great timing. He says, uh, you know Princess Katana? Shao Kahn's like, yeah, I know Princess Katana. He's like, yeah, she um, ran away. She found out you're not her dad. And she ran off uh, in Earthrealm with Liu Kang and all those guys. Um, what do you want me to do? And so Shao Kahn says, I'm going to dispatch you on a special mission. You and Jade, uh, Katana's best friend, who doesn't know what's going on with Katana and doesn't know that I'm not Katana's real dad. I'm sending you and Jade to Earthrealm and you guys are going to go get uh, Katana back. And if she refuses to come back, Reptile, I want you to kill her. I'm not going to tell Jade that part. That's a secret. Reptile's like, Why you does he it. think that Katana didn't tell Jade? Like, she's not going to tell her best friend? Well... She's not going to have, like, a plan for this? Well... Okay. Yep, that's All exactly right. what happened. <laughs> Yeah, Shao Kahn, uh, Shao Kahn, real dummy. Reptile, super big dummy. Yeah. Uh, they go to Earthrealm while Shao Kahn is waging like a full-scale invasion. He did some weird uh, loophole in the Mortal Kombat tournament rules and basically just waged an actual invasion of Earthrealm. So there's like monsters running through the streets all over the world and cool. killing people. Shao Kahn's uh, waging a war on Earth. And he says, Reptile, Jade, while this is going on, why don't you go get Katana? So they go to find Katana. Uh, and Reptile's like, oh, she's for sure not going to come back. I'm just going to kill her. And that's when Jade betrays Reptile, betrays Shao Kahn, and goes, oh, yeah, no, my friend told me everything. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, beats Reptile up, and she and Katana are off together. Not only does that happen, but Shao Kahn once again gets beaten by Liu Kang and forced back into Outworld. So Reptile has to return to Outworld and go, hey... So I am sorry about the invasion falling apart again. Also, I lost Katana <laughs> and Jade. 
And they returned to Adenia, and they raised an army. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, Shao Kahn basically gets, like, killed at that point by Liu Kang. Uh, Reptile but for gets, real this time? For real this time-ish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Reptile gets uh, arrested by Katana and by Jade, brought back to Adenia, and put on trial for, ironically, of all things, genocide. Okay. Um, so Reptile at this point has been a victim of genocide, uh, has been <laughs> a refugee in Outworld, uh, served a guy, committed a bunch of atrocities, and is now on trial uh, for the very mm. thing that, that started him on this path. Right. And he's found uh, guilty. I mean, he seems pretty guilty, so... Yeah. <laughs> and so Reptile is banished uh, to the Nether Realm, which mm-hmm. is basically hell. Oh, hell. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as punishment for his crimes. But, luckily for Reptile, at this point, when he gets banished to the Nether Realm, uh, he's just in time for Nether Realm, uh, planning their very own invasion of Earth Realm. Uh, so he gets to fall into the same old patterns again. He finds out that that fallen elder god Shinnok. Uh, and his sorcerer buddy, because I guess every bad guy in Mortal Kombat gets their very own little sorcerer buddy. Of course. Uh, this guy, Quan Chi, are planning an invasion of Earth. And they say to Reptile, hey, dude, uh, you have any interest in joining our dark army uh, and invading Earthrealm? And he's like, yeah, I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what my purpose is. Everyone I've ever known is dead. So, yeah, I just need a master. And uh, it's totally cool if that's you guys. And Reptile... Uh, has a secret hope. He's basically been hanging on to the possibility that his people could be resurrected one day this entire time. But why not just stay in hell and, like, hang out with his people? Oh, I guess they're not in hell. Is there they're another they're, place? Yeah, there's heaven. Is anybody innocent in this game? In Mortal Kombat? <laughs> it uh, seems like no. Very few people are. There's but that actor guy. He seems okay, Johnny right? Cage? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. There is there is a heaven in Mortal Kombat. So I guess my assumption is the Saurians, for the most part, are in heaven because they didn't do anything wrong. They lived on Earth. They evolved. Uh, there was a war between the gods. They had to run away to another realm to be safe. Then someone invaded it and killed all of them. So they're probably in heaven. Okay. Meanwhile, Reptile, because he was the only one left and wound up became becoming like a you know soldier in a, in a dark army, uh, he's in hell. Right, it's really right. sad. He didn't choose this life. Yeah, he, he made a did. lot of choices, he did. though, along the way. This, this seems fair. Yeah, I guess there was never a point where he put his foot down and was like, I'm not doing that. I mean, I guess I don't really know what the alternative is besides death, but, like, you could die innocent or yeah. you could, I don't know, go to hell, I guess. You know, I've never been offered the choice to either kill someone else or die myself. I like to think uh, I'd make the right choice morally in that situation, uh, reptile arguably did not but i don't know i guess it's however you know you look at it he was just looking out for number one all right <laughs> still seems kind of fucked up but okay i agree <laughs> so reptile says like yo fallen elder god i'll totally help you invade earth and i don't know maybe if you want to resurrect my people that would be tight uh we can talk about it later no big deal <laughs> reptile is a very naive person <laughs> or a dinosaur person and so uh, he goes to Earth with Shinnok. He goes and uh, fails in another invasion. Shinnok does not succeed in conquering Earthrealm. And Reptile, uh, once again, is on the losing team. And he goes back to Outworld because he doesn't know what to do. And as he's wandering around Outworld like, shit, I'm a loser. I don't have any friends. Everyone I serve dies. I can't help anybody. I'm useless. Who does he run into but the still alive somehow Shao Kahn but you said he died he did (laughs) but Shao Kahn I would say more than probably any other character in all of Mortal Kombat for some reason is like impossible to kill Mm -hmm. there's a lot of mystery around his origins but the one I've heard the most often is that he's a god he he was like the god Raiden, who defends Earthrealm, in that he's not an elder god. He's, like, the next level down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was put in charge of protecting Outworld and instead decided to overthrow the old emperor of Outworld, this guy Onaga, and take over and then try to take over all of the realms. So he's, like, a greedy god type. So I think maybe because he's a god, he's harder to kill okay. uh, and, and keep dead than most other people. All right, I, I guess. <laughs> 
I'm not saying it's fair, okay. but it is a story that has been told. <laughs> so Reptile is serving Shao Kahn again in Outworld, and this is around the time that he starts devolving. What? He starts growing a tail. Ooh. His jaw starts uh, sticking out a little more. His fangs get a little bigger. He's got bones sticking out through his scaly Wait, skin. Wait, I thought you said that his like snout was there just under like a mask thing. It's been depicted different ways. In Mortal Kombat 4, which was the like Netherrealm invasion game, mm-hmm. he had like a flat face. Uh-huh. He had like a little Voldemort nose. <laughs> um, and that's actually one of my favorite reptile looks because he looks like a cool like professor dinosaur ninja. Like he looks very intelligent. But um, by the time... Reptile failed in the Netherrealm invasion, returned to Outworld, and wound up serving Shao Kahn again. Mm-hmm. He was, like, really falling apart. Super, 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 super devolving. And the reason for it is interesting. I guess the Saurian race in general, you know, is pretty intelligent and uh, human-like, but only when they're around the matriarch of their race. And so that person died obviously a really really long long time ago ago. i mean we're talking like hundreds of years ago and the reason a real long time to devolve i know i know it's weird i mean he started devolving like a tiny 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 bit like when he went to the nether realm but this is where this is the point in his story where he really started evolving and there's not like a super clear answer as to why it happened at this exact moment but one of the things i'd seen is that uh he it was his pure like drive serving Shao Kahn all of those years and like survival that kind of kept him at the same general level of evolution and sentience. And once he sort of started to like lose his purpose and mm-hmm. get kind of aimless, which at this point I get it. He was helping Shao Kahn with one mission for forever. Then all of a sudden he's helping this Shinnok guy. Now he's like back in Outworld and he's like, Shao Kahn, I don't even know what you want anymore. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get how he's losing sight of his purpose however like sad and desperate it was to begin with and it's just starting to devolve right um so does he just like live the rest of his days as like a nice little alligator or unfortunately <sighs> he doesn't things, things get even worse for a reptile <sighs> he's devolving and shao khan at this point is just fighting this like sad war with what he, the forces he has left in outworld against uh katana who's now the queen of edenia and her army so what do they have, like three people left or? Probably. It's like okay. a really small <laughs> army. It, it's all like. This is just pathetic. It's, it's just really sad. And like, what's even the point? Like Shao Kahn, you're not going to conquer Adenia again. And even if you did, are you, are you, what are you going to do then? Yeah. There's no way you conquer Earthrealm at this point. Yeah, I hate him. Yeah. So he sends Reptile and he's like, Reptile, Reptile, go get Shang Tsung, uh, get his help. Uh, we're totally going to beat Adenia. And I think at this point, Reptile's like, oh, brother, this is so, this is so <laughs> stupid. So he goes to How Shang Tsung's hut. I don't know what Shang Tsung's house looks like at this point. Is um, it on his island? It's not That's on his the island. The, the island, island crumbled right? into the sea. Oh. So it's in Outworld. Shang Tsung just like lives at, permanently in Outworld right okay. now. And I think similar to Reptile, he's like, what are we fucking doing with the Shao Kahn stuff anymore? What's the point? Because when Reptile gets to Shang Tsung's home, he sees Shang Tsung talking to Quan Chi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sorcerer buddy of Shinnok from the Nether Realm. That's and Quan- the guy with like the glowing hands, right? Yes, Quan okay. Chi's the like bald, pale guy uh, who has a bunch of like demon buddies and stuff. Yeah, excellent. So Quan Chi and Shang Tsung, reptile in, in typical reptile fashion, turns invisible and like crawls up the wall and like listens in. He's a he's mm-hmm. best. He's at his best when he's being a spy. And he overhears Quan Chi and Shang Tsung talking, and they're like, "Yo, we gotta kill Shao Kahn. This dude is cooked." What's he even doing anymore? His whole reign is pointless. Let's you and me team up, and we will go get uh, Onaga, the former emperor of Shao Kahn, or, uh, the former emperor of Outworld. We'll get his old army, and we'll get this thing called a Solnado, and then we'll use those two things to conquer the realms together, and like the Deadly Alliance. That's what we'll call ourselves, and it'll rule. And Reptile's like, "Oh no! I gotta tell Shao Kahn he's still my boss." Why wouldn't he just join them? What an idiot. I think that would have made way more sense. <laughs> but I think sh- I think Reptile at this point is like is becoming an even bigger idiot than he was in the first place. He's he's barely uh barely sentient. Okay. So he's like, "Oh, I got to tell my boss I already forgot I was mad at him." <laughs> so he's like running back to Shao Kahn's house and he runs into a vampire named Nitara. And uh Wait. Uh-huh. There are vampires? There are vampires. I'm excited. This wow. is the first time vampires have ever come up on this show, I think. 
Yeah, uh, I haven't heard anything about a vampire. Uh-huh. Well, just like there was a dinosaur people realm that Shao Kahn conquered, you know, thousands, There's hundreds, thousands of years ago. Realm. There was a vampire people realm. Cool. And just like Reptile is the last of the Saurians, mm-hmm. Nitara is one of the last of the vampires. She might be the last. Can I'm you not play sure. Her? You can play as her. Excellent. Yeah. I don't know what system you can, because the games where she was playable was like Xbox, the original Xbox. Boo. Yeah. So, I don't know. So I bet, no. I bet they're so playable no, somewhere. Can't. I can't play as her. Look, all th- I, look, you're my wife. I provide for you any way I can. <laughs> I want to do anything I can to make you happy. Uh, I will fine. get a copy of Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, and you will mm. play as Natara. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you've already lost interest, in which I case. Have. Oh, great. Okay. So, <laughs> Natara says to Reptile, hey, dude, sup. Um, you don't know this, but your people are still alive and he's like what she's like yeah and i have proof and she gives him this uh sword called the kirahashi blade which mm-hmm. was like a sacred artifact of the saurian people mm-hmm. and reptile's like well that's enough evidence for me to believe you how else would you have an old sword my people used to have <laughs> which i don't <laughs> Maybe know she man. just found it yeah i don't know he just totally believes it. he's like well i've never met a vampire before i'm just gonna have to accept that they're probably really truthful <laughs> doesn't know a lot about vampires. Okay, but are they alive and are they vampire reptiles? Shit, that would have been cool. No. Yeah, I should have written this game. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely be interested to see what kind of Mortal Kombat uh, story you'd come up with, but I guess we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Reptile's like, whoa, what? My people are alive? That's nuts. And Natara's like, yeah, I'm totally on your side, dude. <laughs> I, I came here to tell you this as like uh, just me trying to be helpful. In fact, I'll be even more helpful. I'll tell your boss where Katana is hiding her army right now. And Reptile's like, oh, it's great. I got to go tell him right now. So he runs back to Shao Kahn's house. He's like, Shao Kahn, Shao Kahn. Oh, man, I found out so much crazy stuff. And when he gets there, Shao Kahn's straight up dead. The Deadly Alliance went and killed him while Reptile was distracted talking to this vampire. Wait, is this the guy who kept dying and coming back, or is this the other guy? This is the guy who kept dying and coming okay. back, yeah. Is he really dead this time, though? <laughs> uh, yeah? No. 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 He's not. <laughs> but he's, you know, dead in air quotes. <laughs> He, he, he appears extremely dead. He's like passed dead. out for five minutes. Yeah, Reptile gets there and he has no pulse. We'll say that. Okay. So, so Reptile has no choice but to assume that means he's dead. And so Reptile's like, no! <laughs> Reptile screwed up again! <laughs> oh, man. So again, Reptile just starts Why wandering. Why did he just become Jason from The Good Place? <laughs> I guess he, you know, at this point is about as intelligent as Jason from The Good Place. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he just starts wandering the outworld again, aimlessly. Mm-hmm. Just this dinosaur man dragging his giant tail around, being all weepy and sad. And he sees Natara, and he's like, oh, I know you. Hey, do you, do you want to be my boss? <laughs> and Natara's like, oh, yeah, I thought you'd never ask. You bummer what happened to your boss. That's so crazy. <sighs> yeah, I'll be your boss. Um, tell you what, first mission is uh, there's this cyber ninja from Earthrealm and he's a cop from like the basically the department of the government that polices different realms. Mm-hmm. I need you to go fight him. His name is Cyrax. Uh, I need you to go beat him up and just make sure that you damage that little like special uh, computer console that he keeps on his wrist. And Reptile's like, "Great, no follow-up questions. You got it. Mm. <laughs> Extremely specific. I'll I'll do that for you. No problem, Natara." So he goes and he hunts down uh, Cyrax, this robot. And he goes and he beats this robot up and, like, scratches up his little computer panel on his arm. And then Cyrax is like, what the fuck? What is this? And he shoots, like, a bunch of bombs at Reptile, and Reptile runs away scared. And uh, after doing so, he sits down and actually thinks for, like, a half second. And he's like, wait a minute. Something weird's going on. And he, like, walks back over to where Cyrax was, and he sees Natara talking to Cyrax. And he sees Natara walk up to Cyrax and go, like, Oh no, what? A dinosaur ninja messed up your arm console? Isn't that how you travel between the realms? You must be trapped in Outworld now. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, I know how to get back to Earthrealm, and I'll help you out if you do me a favor. Uh, just follow me over to this lava temple. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the robot and the vampire walk off together towards the lava temple, and Reptile's like, okay, something's definitely up. I'm for sure being tricked. So he follows them to the Lava Temple, and what he basically finds out is that Natara's whole MO 
has been to uh, free the vampire realm from Outworld. She has no other mission in life. She doesn't care who she screws over. What do you mean free them? So when a realm conquers another realm, it literally like merges it. It's like two dimensions colliding. Oh, okay. So like if Earthrealm were to merge, say, with the Nether Realm. Uh, there might be a giant like volcanic spire suddenly bursting through the middle of this house and like giant demons flying around. It's okay. like worlds combine. Right, much. right, right. But I thought they were all dead. I mean, I know they're vampires, so they were dead, but I thought they were like double dead, like exploded. I am genuinely unsure. <laughs> I guess that's something I'll have to figure out before the Natara episode. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe... This magic that would unmerge the realms would resurrect them somehow. Hmm. All I really know is that she needs to go to the bottom of like this lava pit in this lava temple and get this special orb that is the magical key to unmerging the realms. Mm-hmm. But she is a vampire. She can't go into a lava pit without being melted. Why? And- like, it's not the sun. It's not like a silver thing or a wood stake. Can you burn a vampire to death just with regular fire? I didn't think so, but I guess it depends on who you ask. Yeah, I guess Mortal Kombat <laughs> vampire lore, vampires cannot go into lava. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll Maybe the rules are different, though, because like, like in, in Mortal Kombat vampire lore, if they have their own realm, then that, I guess, means that they're not like our definition of vampires. They're an actual, like, species. So maybe they just have different Isn't rules. Isn't that what a vampire would be? Well, a vampire is like a cursed human, right? I don't know. I mean... I thought they were just an undead human who had cool powers. But it always seemed to me like it was like a, a demonic curse that causes humans to transform into vampires. But yeah, it's but not you can't, like, uh, like... It can't be reversed, I don't think. Ooh. Well, yeah, I guess it can't be reversed. But I guess the question is, was there, like, one vampire that was born a vampire first? Or... Because I think in, like, Dracula lore, mm. it was... Uh, Vlad the Impaler like committing his soul to Satan or he did some kind of dark magic that turned him into a vampire so I guess like in Mortal Kombat lore it's more like vampires were born and always existed and they're like a subspecies like a bipedal people so they're just like vampire bats but like they do have wings people yeah they walk around and they have wings these are vampire bats okay yeah but they're like human shaped Mm. they just also have wings Uh, seems ideal to me I don't know (laughs) But uh, the one problem is they can't go into lava, which is why Natara was like, I need to go get that robot to help me out. He can go in as much lava as he and, wants. Okay. That I don't have a good answer I for. I guess I'll He's just, just, just going to have to accept that the robot can go in lava. So she has Cyrax go into the lava for her and get this orb. And Reptile's like, hey, what's going on? And then they use the orb to unmerge the vampire realm from Outworld. And Reptile's like, oh, man, she really like tricked me and made me fight that robot for no reason. I mean, I guess cutting my losses, it's fine. Nothing really, like, happened to me. That sucks. And then he turns around in the lava temple, and he sees this giant dragon egg. Turns out the lava temple is also the resting place of the last dragon egg left in all of the realms. And there is a spirit inside of that egg that projects out of the egg. Right, the egg doesn't hatch. It basically blasts its energy into reptile's body. <laughs> and reptile transforms into the resurrected form of Onaga, the Dragon King, who was the original ruler of Outworld and allegedly one of the most fearsome, evil, and uh, intimidating bad guys in the history of Mortal Kombat. Okay. So <laughs> reptile has lost complete control of his body. His body transforms into this giant jack dragon body. The spirit of Onaga is possessing him. He's trying to take over all of the realms, as every villain in the history of Mortal Kombat tries to do, using Reptile's body. Uh, that winds up not working out, and uh, thankfully Onaga's soul is uh, destroyed and sent back to the Nether Realm, and Reptile is mercifully freed uh, from being controlled by Onaga. But does he die? Reptile does not die. I don't understand. Reptile basically like wakes up and is like, whoa, what happened? And someone I, I hope explained to him like, oh, for like a couple of months, you were Onaga the Dragon King. And now you're back to being Reptile. And Reptile's like, all right. It's something to do with magic where like the soul and the body are separated. and Okay. Free pass. All He's right. Reptile again. Fine. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> 
So Reptile is once again doing his reptile thing and just wandering aimlessly around uh, when he runs into this group called the Red Dragon. And they're like a very secretive, Illuminati-esque like mercenary group whose goal is to create uh, human-dragon soldiers, pretty much, like human-dragon hybrid soldiers. And Reptile's like, hey, uh, I'll help you guys out. Maybe if you put some of my DNA into the, some of those human soldier guys, it'll be almost like bringing my people back to life. <laughs> He's literally just like, why don't you do genetics experiments? Yeah, how about we do this instead? That's like bringing them back. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Yeah, Reptile's really just at his lowest point. He has no purpose. He's doing dumb shit. Uh, it's a huge waste of time. And ultimately, the leader of the Red Dragon kind of gives up on the whole idea of these like dragon soldiers anyway and is like, hey, there's going to be this big war. It's the end of the world. All the bad guys are teaming up. They're fighting all the good guys at the base of this big pyramid, and whoever gets to the top of the pyramid gets to fight a fire god and become a god himself, and whatever. Reptile, you in or you out? And Reptile's like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> so in this last fight, Reptile uh, fights on the side of the evil people in the Mortal Kombat universe and dies. Dies, dies. Dies for real. I don't believe you. And that's, that is the sad saga of Reptile. Oh. He, his people were genocided. He was forced by the person who killed all of his people uh, to be his servant for a long time. He helped him on many different missions. They were all increasingly pointless. And uh, at the end, he was willing to bastardize uh, his entire species in a sad attempt to bring them back because that's all he ever really wanted and uh, died in a battlefield in a war that he had really nothing to gain from where nobody probably even really knew he was there. Well... That's sad. It's very sad. And there's actually one more really sad oh, thing about no. the story. <laughs> that reptile <laughs> that reptile didn't know uh, or rather refused to believe. So turns out reptile was not the only survivor what? of the Saurian race. There was one other. Uh, and she was actually a woman, which uh, means that he, in theory, might have been able to have right, brought right, his right, right. species back. Uh, her name was Chameleon. <laughs> Ooh. Her name was Chameleon, and she was uh, a lot smarter than Reptile. Smart enough that I almost wonder if she was the matriarch, although it's never canon. But um, if she was, then he wouldn't have devolved, right? Because like her existence would have kept him... Well, or is it like a proximity thing? It is a proximity thing, Ugh. yeah. So I, I guess like probably in, in Zaterra, in like the... Sorry, in home world, I, I bet there were, you know, reptiles that lived on the fringes of society that were mm -hmm. more dinosaur-like, and the ones that probably lived in the big city near the matriarch were, like, more intelligent. Okay. Uh, anyway, long story short, Chameleon also survived, and she wasn't going to serve Shao Kahn. She was like, I'm hiding, and I'm going to wait for my moment, and I'm going to kill Shao Kahn. So she's, like, watching Shao Kahn through all these tournaments, and at some point, I don't remember exactly when, she actually approached Reptile and said, Reptile, it's me. Chameleon, remember from Zaterra? Uh, we're not all gone. I'm still here. How about you and I kill Shao Kahn together and then our people are free? Mm -hmm. But the saddest thing is this was like far enough along in Reptile's story that he had such bad Stockholm syndrome mm -hmm. that he was like, no, that can't be true. He'd probably done so many atrocities at this point. Like this is long after he'd helped Shao Kahn defeat a bunch of other realms, conquer them, kill a ton of people. So when he met Chameleon, she told him all that, he denied it. He was like, no, that's not true. Actually, you're a liar and a shapeshifter and you're evil. <laughs> and he tried to fight her and tried to kill her and she had to like run off. Dang. Yeah, so that's like the one little depre extra depressing piece cool. of reptile story is that he did have a chance to so get everything he wanted. he's just the biggest doofus in all of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but I guess he's definitely... Dumber? Hmm. I bet I could find someone dumber. Okay. But he's he's like bottom ten. It's sad because he, he 10? wasn't. Bottom ten. There are ten people who might be dumber or as dumb as Reptile. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I don't know. I guess maybe not, but I'm willing to say that now, and I may come to regret it later. All right. But no one will remember that I said it, so it's fine. That's what you think. Oh no. <laughs> uh. However, it's not the end of Reptile story. Oh no. Despite the fact. That he's dead. It's not the end of Reptile's story. Does he get Jurassic Parked? No. Uh, that big battle at the pyramid ends with two people uh, surviving long enough to make it to the top of the pyramid. And mm -hmm. that's Shao Kahn. He's not dead. 
uh, and Raiden, who is the god, his counterpart, basically, the god that was in charge of protecting our throne. And two of them are fighting on top of this pyramid, and Shao Kahn's going to win. And Raiden is like, shit, if he wins, he's going to become so powerful, he can destroy every realm, it's the worst thing that could ever happen. I have to do something in these, like, three seconds before that hammer falls on my head and crushes my skull. So Raiden sends a message back in time uh, to his younger self around the first Mortal Kombat tournament. Uh, it's a simple message, all he could get out before he died, and the message is, he must win. That specific detail is not very important for Reptile's story. Mm-hmm. What is important to know is that this created a new timeline. Oh, no. That started with the first Mortal Kombat tournament um, that would actually result in a much happier life for Reptile. This is a good thing. A new timeline is created, and Reptile, one of the most insignificant, really, Does characters still, in all of like, Mortal Kombat. Does he still commit all of these atrocities, though? Uh, so he commits some of the atrocities. <laughs> right i'll take it he commits some of the atrocities okay so there aren't any huge changes uh for reptile to begin with the changes in the timeline start out pretty small so he still fights in the first tournament and fails to protect shang sung he still fights in the second tournament outworld and fails to protect shao Kahn. he still goes to earth realm to try to get katana back and still helps in the invasion of earth realm mm-hmm. what changes this time is that shao Kahn dies for real by Raiden's hands, thanks to the he must win message that Raiden sent back in time. Uh, around the time that he tries to invade Earthrealm. So around like Mortal Kombat 3. So so what happens is that Reptile winds up being a free agent, pretty much, uh, much earlier on in his life. Okay. And what happens in Outworld... But when you say a free agent, do you just mean that he's, like, sadly wandering around? Or, like, is he doing anything cool or interesting or, like, nice? Reptile becomes a free agent in the sense that he... It's really up to him what he is going to do with his life. He doesn't have Shao Kahn... uh, Yeah, but he's never done anything else besides sadly wander around, so... Well, here's... It really does... It winds up... You know, like in real life, it, it takes a friend... To pull Reptile out of his He doesn't have any! In this timeline, he gets one. Okay. So, Shao Kahn had this general in his army named Kotal. Mm -hmm. And Kotal uh, isn't seen... Sounds like a character from Fiddler on the Roof. He's more like a take on uh, an Aztec warrior. Okay. Um, But he's from another realm. So I think they call themselves the Ashtek, but they've had a relationship with the Aztec warriors in Earthrealm. Complicated history. It doesn't matter. Okay. He's this Aztec warrior uh, who is a general in Shao Kahn's army, this guy Kotal. Mm-hmm. And um, before Shao Kahn dies, I think after the second tournament or after the Earthrealm invasion, he decides, I'm done with Reptile. I'm sending Kotal to assassinate Reptile in the middle of the night. And Reptile uh, keeps one eye open when he sleeps because he knows that he's never yeah, safe. Of course. And so he actually sees Kotal enter his room, and he's like, I guess this is it. I guess I'm going to get killed. And he sees Kotal look at him and then leave. And Reptile's like, what? That's crazy. He spared me. And they go back to Shao Kahn's throne room the next day, and Shao Kahn's like, Reptile, you know I was going to have you assassinated? And Reptile's like, oh, no, really? That's crazy. He's like, yeah, but Kotal asked me not to. And Reptile's like, what? For real? And he's like, yeah, so anyway, you're going to help Kotal now in any, like, war matters. And so Reptile does. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't have, like, a huge relationship. He winds up getting involved in more Mortal Kombat tournament stuff while Kotal is sent on other missions. Uh, so they don't see each other all that much. But after Shao Kahn gets killed, uh, this sort of civil war begins in Outworld over who's going to be the next leader in Outworld now that Shao Kahn is gone for real. For real, for real. I mm-hmm. promise this time he's actually dead. All right, we'll see. Uh, dead as a doornail. <laughs> so the first person who says, like, obviously I deserve to be the ruler is Melina, that genetically cloned yeah, yeah, yeah. Katana. Yeah. So she takes over the throne and says, I'm Melina Khan now. I'm in charge of Outworld, and she winds up being an even shittier ruler than Shao Kahn was. Mm -hmm. The realm's falling apart. Everyone's at each other's throats. Everyone's starving. She's, like, megalomaniacal, brutal. She's the worst. And uh, Kotal and Reptile and everyone who was working for Shao Kahn, sort of out of a sense of duty to Outworld, which has become their adoptive home, all these people who are from different Mm -hmm. realms that have already been absorbed in Outworld, get together, and they're like, 
boy, I don't know if we can serve Melina. And Kotal actually takes Reptile aside and says, hey, if I wanted to be emperor and wanted to rule Outworld right for once and wanted to be a just and kind emperor, would you have my back, Reptile? I've always thought you're a loyal person and I could count on you. And Reptile's like, what? Really? You, you're asking me for help? <laughs> and Kotal's like, yeah, dude, I'm asking you for help. And so together uh, with this uh, bug lady named Devora, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, I hate her, and a ghost ninja named Ermac. Yeah, I'm not a huge Devora fan, um, but basically these sort of misfits from different wakes of life who have been serving Melina turn on her, and they're like, "You don't have any right to the throne. You're not really Shao Kahn's daughter anyway. You're a clone. Uh, we're gonna throw you in prison." And Kotal becomes Kotal Khan. He becomes the new ruler of Outworld. So Khan is not, like, the last name. It's, like, what is it? It's a title. Okay. It's, like, instead of saying King Shao or King Kotal, mm-hmm. uh, it's the word Khan, and it comes at the end. Okay. I think I it's called definitely the, thought it was his last name. I think everyone did. It was, like, a, it was kind of cool because it was what everyone assumed, and then when Kotal Khan was introduced, maybe a little earlier through, like, deep, deep, deep lore but that people wouldn't know, but, like, when that game introduced Kotal Khan, the 10th Mortal Kombat game, People were like, oh, it's a title. That's cool. Like, it was a reveal. Yeah. Like, only pretty recently. Okay. Yeah. So, Kotal Khan is the new ruler of Outworld, and he makes Reptile one of his generals. He gives him, like, a really high position. And Reptile is like, this is literally the best time in my life. Since uh, everyone I love got genocided. Of course. Uh, (laughs) He's like, I'm respected. People like me. I kind of have friends. I mean, maybe they're just like fellow generals who are on the battlefield with me, but like they're pretty much my friends. <laughs> and so he helps Kotal uh, in this civil war where Kotal still has to sort of uh, get every other group in Outworld to be on board with him being king. So he fights these like half dragon people called uh, the Shokan, led by Prince Goro mm-hmm. and his father, King Gorbak. Um he helps him fight Melina's, like, uprising because she's still out there recruiting people to try to, like, take the throne back. And throughout it all, uh, Reptile does have a lot of failures. Like, he winds up uh, on the battlefield of Kotal Khan's dad in a battle where Kotal Khan's dad gets killed. And when he comes back to Kotal Khan and he tells him, like, hey, look, we went into this battle, but we got betrayed by these guys, and I'm sorry, your dad is dead. Unlike Shao Kahn, he doesn't, like, smack Reptile in the face and say, like, I'm going to have you assassinated. Fuck you. Kotal Khan's like then together we will get revenge. And Reptile, like, idolizes this guy. He's like, what? Really? Oh, my God. He's just so happy to have a friend, someone who, like, believes in him. And, uh, you know, Reptile's succeeding. Like, he's... He's, he's uh, doing all right. He's doing all right. He's thriving. <laughs> and uh, one day, for the first time in a while, Reptile sees people from Earthrealm. Johnny Cage, that actor that you talked about. Yeah, that guy. Uh-huh. And uh, his wife at the time, Sonya Blade, who's like a general mm. from Earth, they show up in uh, Outworld and they say, hey, our daughter got kidnapped and brought to Outworld. Kotal Khan, are you behind this? And Kotal Khan is like a good guy. Is like, I'm not behind it, but I will help you get to the bottom of who it was. Reptile, I want you and Johnny and Sonya, I want you to help them find their daughter. So, like, this is the relationship Outworld and Earthrealm have for the first time. Like, they're actually allies, mm-hmm. and Reptile's actually teaming up with these Earthrealm warriors that he's been fighting and, like, helping them out. So is this, like, a period of peace? It is. How, like, when was the last one in this story? I don't think there's ever been a period of peace in the Mortal Kombat <laughs> okay. saga. Just, uh, that's what I thought. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> it is, it's a huge deal. It's a huge, huge, huge deal. It's a huge accomplishment by Kotal Khan. He's like mm-hmm. really a very good king. Uh, emperor, I think, is the title. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Reptile's like by his side. Like, wow, like this is the real me. I'm not a bad person. I like when I was forced into doing terrible things. And uh, this is why I'm much happier uniting these races i mean i'm still like fighting and wars and like slaughtering people but it's for you know a cause mm-hmm. uh that's a little more positive than the last one sure um so reptile helps kotal fight through all these wars and and on in the final battle to basically assure that kotal will be able to unite everyone in outworld reptile gets like horribly injured Aww. and he expects to be left for dead on the battlefield but kotal khan finds out about it and goes get him to an infirmary kotal khan so there are doctors Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. 
And I guess there are doctors. Uh, that said, the infirmary may employ sorcerers. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it should, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he, he heals Reptile up, and his Reptile is being carried away to be cared for. He says to Kotal Khan, that night that you spared my life, why did you do that? Why did you not kill me? And Kotal says very, like, directly, you're a spy, and it's a waste uh, to send an assassin or spy into an arena that wasn't a good use of your skills mm-hmm. which i think is like a pretty unemotional response yeah not what i expected here but reptiles takeaway is you see value in me you think i'm good God, at something what a pathetic creature <laughs> i mean at this point he's been through so much and has had so few friends that yeah. just hearing that someone values him and sees what he's good at and admires him for it means a lot to reptile okay so he's like Oh my God, that means so much to me. Thank you. Uh, and it's even sadder. He actually goes, but my life has no value. <laughs> and Kotal Khan's like, I don't want to hear you say that shit. Don't say that. You need to value yourself. Uh, Kotal Khan's really like the uh, JVN of, uh, of the Mortal Kombat franchise. Then I, think. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so reptile is finally happy um he's got his place in the world he's got someone who supports him but unfortunately uh there are dark forces gathering shinnok mm. who in this timeline has not invaded earth in quite the same way yet that he did in the original timeline mm-hmm. comes back and uh uses melina uh to to come back and there's this big Melina's planning, you know, an uprising. Shinnok is uh, planning on coming back from the Nether Realm, and Devora, the uh, Bug Lady, who's yes. been fighting with Kotal Khan and Reptile uh, all this time, betrays them both to serve Shinnok and help bring him back. Uh, Reptile goes to investigate what happened. Uh, Devora basically like killed a bunch of Kotal Khan's guys and mm-hmm. stole Shinnok's amulet, which is the key to resurrecting him. Right, of course. So Reptile goes to investigate, and what he finds there is uh, Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade's daughter, Cassie Cage, and her little team uh, from the Special Forces, the you know Realm Police mm-hmm. from Earth Realm. And he sees them there, and he's like, "You guys are obviously working with Devora and with Shinnok." And they're like, no, we're not. And he's like, yeah, you are. And he fights them and they beat him up because he's Reptile. Mm-hmm. And Reptile returns to Kotal Khan and he tells this to Kotal and he kind of accidentally starts a war again between Outworld and Ugh. Earthrealm because he's like, Kotal Khan, I met those Earthrealmers. They were helping Devora. And Kotal's like, then we will go to war and stop Earthrealm and Shinnok from defeating Outworld. I have to protect my people. I'm their emperor. And so he goes and he tries to wage war on Earthrealm. Thankfully... Mm-hmm. Thankfully, as soon as Kotal Khan brings his forces into Earthrealm to start a war, they encounter Cassie Cage and her team again and realize the truth that Earthrealm's actually trying to stop Shinnok from coming back. And Kotal Khan is like, okay, then we're good. And Outworld and Earthrealm defeat Shinnok and Reptile's like, phew, close one. I almost fucked up really bad again. <laughs> And that's the end of Reptile's story for now. He's not Mm. dead currently, although in the most recent game, he was not seen at all. So I really don't know what he's up to because Kotal Khan is around. Things actually went pretty poorly for Kotal in the last game. He's no longer the emperor Mm -hmm. um, and all of uh, time has been reset. So I guess technically no one's alive or dead. Because the timeline's going to restart again. I hate a timeline reset. But basically... uh, Reptile is alive or not in the new timeline, hard to say, but at the very least, in the most recent timeline, he lived a mostly decent life where he tried to do good and got to have one friend who believed in him. All right, that's that's nice, I guess. So at the end of this, how do you how do you feel about Reptile? Uh, mostly I just think he's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty sad. Also, you did not mention him spitting acid in one person's face. He, you know, he does it in probably every fight he's in, but I guess the acid isn't strong enough to really, like, kill anyone significant. It's funny because in one of the games, he spits acid into the eyes of someone who has a famously blind and telepathic father. And the assumption was like, oh, he just, they went out of the way to have him spit acid in that kid's eyes. <laughs> He's probably going to be blinded like his dad and have mm-hmm. to like learn how to be a good warrior like his dad has had to yeah. deal with that disability. 
Um, but no, it didn't even like blind him for more than oh. like three seconds. So he's so, just lame. Yeah, I think the acid stuff is more like a distraction. Okay. Um, you know, in his fatality, he definitely like melts people's skin off. But yeah, that's really what I was expecting. Yeah, but um, you know, no one significant has been killed by getting acided okay. by by a reptile. All right. All right. <laughs> so that is reptile story. Uh, I hope it wasn't underwhelming, but I also know it was. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you know, you see a cool guy like reptile, and you're like, that guy is a leader. Yeah. He's the man. He knows what's up. Um, but not, not really, not Reptile. Yeah, I probably should have picked the Baraka guy. Baraka, honestly... (laughs) (laughs) Baraka, honestly, his story is not, uh, not much better. Well, then I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the trouble is that a monster that looks particularly grotesque and thus particularly cool usually isn't given a very weighty emotional story because people are like, they're not going to be able to relate to this thing, which is wrong. Yeah, hate that. Because all of my favorite movies are monster movies where you're meant to relate to the most monstrous people. Sure, so, of course. You know, it is what it is. Maybe one day the monsters in Mortal Kombat will get their chance to shine. Yeah, maybe. And live less uh, just crushingly depressing lives. Yeah. But enough about Reptile. Let's get to the final and second segment of our show. Excellent. <laughs> Choose your destiny. Uh, Kirby, what would you be in the Mortal Kombat world? Who would you be? What realm would you be from? What would your fatality be? What would your powers be? Tell me, who would Kirby Meckler be in the world of Mortal Kombat? Your name also doesn't have to be Kirby Meckler. I don't know what I want my name to be. I haven't really thought that part through. Maybe Cher? Let's go with Cher. Okay. My name is Cher. Sure. And I live in the Earth realm, but underwater mm-hmm. in like a cool lost city situation, like wow. half Atlantis, half like King Triton's castle. So introducing the concept of a secret subterranean, subterranean, oceanic race uh, yeah, of people yeah, yeah. who live in Earth realm. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's Earth, there's oceans, we're going underwater. Um... And I don't really, like, want... I'm not really interested in the fighting stuff, so we're just chilling and, like, being a secret society down here. Um, But I do have a fatality because you got to be prepared. Uh Uh-huh. And in my fatality, all of my sea creature friends, um, (laughs) they fight for me. Okay. And, like, it's, like, Pokemon style where, like, a starfish is spinning itself around like a like a throwing star throwing star uh-huh. oh yeah 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 <laughs> and like seahorses are like th- like spitting lethal amounts of bubbles into people's faces lethal amounts of bubbles <laughs> yeah oh my god like they're blasting faces off with bubbles like the force is so concussive <laughs> yeah that the bubbles rip the skin and bone off of someone's face yeah exactly holy shit this is mortal Kombat, dude wow um but also i have my arms can turn into tentacles and i stab people through their stomachs <laughs> so you are human at, you look like a human yeah i'm human but i can like you can live underwater a little bit and yeah. your arms can become tentacles uh-huh. you're friends with all the creatures of the sea yeah they will fight for you if necessary yes but in the entirety of the mortal Kombat story you guys just stay hidden and do not get discovered yeah exactly and just stay out of shit uh-huh that rules okay yeah, i know so you're, but you're not pacifists like, you're willing to fight if you have to. Yeah, we just don't want to. Right. You're not, like, going into war situations. Yeah. Intended. You have no interest in conquering. No. Right. We're fine. Terrific. And does Cher the Musician exist in this world? In this oh, scenario? Oh, no, that I am Cher the Musician in this scenario. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So, so what you're pitching... <laughs> So what you're pitching is that in the in the world of Mortal Kombat, Cher exists. Yes. But she was born in the lost city of Atlantis. Is it called Atlantis? No, I don't know it. I didn't name it. Okay, so it doesn't have a name. No, they don't need it's names. a secret society. Yeah. It's a secret city. We don't need a name. And if there's only one city, then like, why do you need to name the yeah, city? Yeah, exactly. You're not going to talk about other cities, so you need to contextualize it. So Cher was born just in Atlantis. <laughs> And she might have like gone there later. I don't know. She's got a successful career. She just disappeared. Oh my god! So this is <laughs> at what point? It, wait, wait, wait. So you're the real Cher? Yes. Who has departed from land? <laughs> moved. How did she gain the ability to survive underwater? She was just born with it. 
So she, she was didn't tell always... people. She's like the mermaid in Splash. <laughs> so she's... So, okay. Just, if I could just dig in a little more. It's not unlike Aquaman. I know you don't know the origins of Aquaman. No. <laughs> but Aquaman's story is that an Atlantean washed ashore and produced a child with a human, and it was Aquaman. So he was always of both worlds. Do you uh, well, see that as being... Well, the twin was Cher. Wait, so Aquaman Secret also twin. exists. <laughs> DC superhero Aquaman. Yeah, didn't they do that thing? Oh, they like did do they did crossover, do Mortal Kombat versus so... DC Universe. Yeah. Yeah. So Cher is, in your iteration of Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Aquaman's twin sister. She yeah. has returned to Atlantis, mm-hmm. but it's an iteration of Atlantis that has never met or gone to war with any other civilization. Yeah. And they don't throughout the whole Mortal Kombat yeah, storyline. But Cher can turn her arms into tentacles. Does she miss her career as a musician at all? No. At what phase in Cher's she, career like, did she... She sings in her city. Right. So she's a celebrity there too. Yeah, of course. She's like the queen and celebrity. Uh, or queen and pop star. Right. At what point in her career did she leave for... for, uh, for um, she cloned herself first, so nobody knows that she's gone. Right. But it was like pretty early on Cher. Did she use the money she made from the Sonny and Cher show to be able to clone herself? Or was it a magical ability that she had? Yeah, Barbara Streisand is not the only one who can do that. Wait. I Bar- mean, she cloned the dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I forgot Barbara Streisand cl- cloned her dog. How dogs. could you ever forget? Uh, that's a great question. I feel like everyone should probably be talking about that more. They are. Wow. I okay. am. Uh, I had to say, that is one of the most, like, disruptive answers anyone's <laughs> given. It really, like, fucks with all of Mortal Kombat lore. But at the same time, I respect that you've found a way for it to touch on elements of various <laughs> pieces of Mortal Kombat and, uh, and our, our real world. Yeah. So, I guess I have one more question oh, no. before we wrap things up about Cher. Um, <laughs> is she releasing the same albums in Atlantis that the clone of Cher is releasing topside? Yeah. Yeah, she's like controlling the, the Cher clone. It's like an us situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Wow. That's well, nuts. Yeah. <laughs> does, the, does the non-Atlantean Cher fight in the Mortal Kombat tournament? Or no. does she, like, just... She's just living her life. But she survives, like, the Earthrealm invasion and all that stuff. Who would touch Cher? That's a great point. Do you think, like, one of the centaurs from Outworld, like, came to Cher's house and was like, oh, oh my god. Yeah. Hi. Sorry, I'm Definitely. a huge fan. I'm here with the Death Squad, but we're not going to kill you. Yeah. Could we have your autograph? Yeah. That rules. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Kirby, thank you so much for coming on the show uh, and for loving me every day. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah, I look forward to um, our future together, uh, to releasing this episode, us having Reptile Meckler. Oh, God. Do you see that? I forgot about that. Do you see that as a gendered name, or do you see that as... No. Great. Good answer. Um, (laughs) uh, Final things, where where can people find you uh, on on the internet if they they want more Kirby Meckler in their lives? Um, I am at Kirby Meckler on Twitter and at Leisure Fan Club on Instagram. And then you have a blog. Oh, yeah, I do have a blog, and that's just leisurefanclub.com. Which everyone should check out. Uh, yeah. I've even done a guest post on there. It's true, and he's going to do more. And I'm going to do more. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to learn how to make kimchi latkes or just see one of Kirby's many, many, many awesome recipes uh, or a lot of her great photography or any of her beauty posts, um, or any of her posts from our travel uh, and her travel guides, you can find it on leisurefanclub.com. Yeah, do it. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. And as always, (laughs) you do it this time. He doesn't remember what his (laughs) sign-off is, so we're just going to (laughs) go. Bye. Bye.